Welcome to Morning Rays of Grace, a place where we grow in the enlightenment of God's word and grace. I'm your host, Angelica Walker, and without further ado, let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode four of Morning Rays of Grace. Thank you for tuning in. Today's topic is hashtag winning team. If you are a part of Team Jesus, you are on the winning team. And if you're not, you need to jump on the winning team because you're actually on the losing team. So how did this topic come about? One day I was in church, story time, (laughs) one day I was in church and I was witnessing a baptism and the guy that was baptizing this girl, he said, welcome to the winning team. And that stuck with me for years. Um, So much so that I have a playlist on um, my Apple Music that is called Hashtag Winning Team. And it is filled with songs about winning, God winning, um, being undefeated, being unstoppable, um, not, not losing. So sometimes I feel discouraged. I mean, period. I feel like I'm losing in this world. I feel like I'm losing the battle sometimes. And that playlist just gets my mindset and my my thoughts and my motives back in order. And I'm like, hey, I am not losing. Like it may look like you're losing, but you're not. Um, it may, because we walk by faith and not by sight. Right. So sometimes it may look like we're being defeated. We may feel so defeated and so discouraged. Um, but we have to remind ourselves that we are on the winning team and that stuck with me for years. And I always tell myself, you know, and my, you know, friends around me, you're on the winning team. Like you can't lose, (laughs) you can't lose with God. Yes. Some of the battles, um, we don't win everything every time, but in the end, we do. Everything doesn't look like a win. Some things are a loss, but sometimes a loss in the world is a gain in the kingdom. We we worship a God that, you know, God has an upside down kingdom. The first will be last and the last will be first, you know, so to die is to gain. So um, just always remember that you are on the winning team. So our verse today is going to be from second is going to come from second Corinthians four, eight through nine. And it reads, we are hard pressed on every side, but not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. If this doesn't sound like hell itself, like this sounds horrible. I don't know about you guys, but it kind of sounds horrible, but really it sounds good. Like we're hard pressed, but not, you know, not this. We're that, but not this. We're that, but not this. It may look like that, but you know, we're not this. And sometimes we have to look at what we're not. We're not defeated. We're not um destroyed, but 
this Christian walk is hard. And if there is someone out there that has an easy life as a Christian, please introduce them to me. I would love to hear their story and their walk and their journey, but I haven't met anyone yet. And that's because Jesus, his, his life was um, very hard. And he said in this world, you will have trouble. You will have trouble. So that was a promise. You will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world and thank God for that. And that is what we're going to dig into right now. So I'm literally going to go through every single, um, we're not this, but we are that. And I'm going to just kind of break it down and it's going to be a lot of definition, guys, but it's going to be so good and worth the listen. So up first, we have heart pressed and crushed. It says we are heart pressed on every side, but not crushed. So the definition of heart pressed is closely pursued under attack. And the definition of crushed is deformed, pulverized, or forced inward by compression. So have you ever just felt like the enemy was attacking everything? It says we are hard-pressed on every side. Like, the enemy is literally attacking your relationships, your job, your finances, your health, um, everything that you can think of. And... At the same time, you're still able to look like the image of God. It says, but not crush. And crush means um, deformed. So once we are, once we accept the Lord Jesus as our savior, we look, we bear his image. We are his image bearers and we are formed to look like him. So even though everything may be under attack, we still, we're not crushed. We're not deformed. We're still Christ representatives. Um, Jonathan McReynolds plug, <laughs> but we still represent Christ. We still represent the body. We still, we're still being transformed by the renewing of our mind day by day. We're not conformed to the world. We don't look like the world. We don't look like the things that are around us, but we bear the image of God. We look like him and the enemy. He cannot take that from us. He cannot take our sonship, our adoptionship, our, um, our image. He can't, he, he just can't, you know, he can attack all he wants, but he can't take that from us as we constantly dwell on the word of God and continue to fight those battles. Next up, we have perplexed and despair. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Perplexed is completely baffled, very puzzled. And despair is the complete loss or absence of hope. So have you ever just been completely, you know, sometimes we can get completely baffled and, and can't believe that this is happening to us. And we just despise every moment of these situations that's going on, despise all this, this the storm that we're in and the battles that we are facing. And we're, we're crying out to God, like, why? <laughs> like, why, God, why? And sometimes it's like, what do you mean? Why? You're 
a daughter or son of the king. What do you mean? Why? The enemy hates you. That's why. Point blank, period. That's why he hates you. And we live in a fallen world and things are not going to go as planned. And like I said, in this world, you will have trouble. That's why. And the enemy wants to do everything to make your life a living hell. Literally, he wants to make your life a living hell because he know he can't take you from the hands of God. So why not destroy you here on earth? So I don't want us to get or I don't want us to think that perplexed means confusion because we know that confusion is from the enemy and God does not operate in confusion, but in order. And the definition of confused means to lack understanding. And the definition of um, puzzle means um unable to understand and why I say is not confusion even though it may seem like we lack understanding God doesn't God does not lack understand understanding but in the sense that we're unable to understand it's because he hasn't allowed us to understand um sometime he he does not reveal it in that moment or some or he won't reveal it at all and sometimes he reveals it to us later plenty of times it's like you know I go to God asking why 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 like a kid and um just for example if your kids are like where we're we going and you just say you know just just ride just enjoy the ride um so it's not that they are confused is you know they're perplexed they 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 don't fully lack understanding because they're in a car with the person that's driving that that parent knows where they are going that parent is wise and they have their best interests at heart and the the child is just perplexed like um they may even feel confused though like hey um I'm confused. What are you talking about? Like, no, if if you know that your parent knows where they're going, don't you trust that parent? I mean, you should if they are a good parent, especially which God is the best father of all times, the the greatest. So he doesn't lack that um, understanding, but sometimes he will withhold the understanding from us. We know that spiritual warfare is real um, and there's no confusion about that, Um, but we don't despair in that warfare. We continuously place our hope and trust in Jesus Christ, no matter how crazy our lives look like, no matter how crazy the storm is, no matter what is going on, no matter what is going on even if you think you're at your breaking point no matter what is going on um you know sometimes we think that there's no way out god can't fix this but no change your mindset um it does get better um perplexity gives god room to perform his greatest miracles when you don't know where you're going when god don't know um when you don't know where God is taking you, when you're in the car with that parent and they're probably giving you a surprise. And sometimes the road may be rocky and bumpy, um, but 
they may be taking you to Disney World. I don't know what your favorite spot is to go get ice cream. It could be something small, but just knowing that it gives room for surprises. It gives room for miracles. It gives God room to show himself worthy and powerful. And the enemy wants us to operate in that state of confusion and that lack, like God doesn't know what he's doing. He wants us to think that, that God don't know nothing. You know, he doesn't know anything like he doesn't know what he's doing. Um, This is crazy. This is insane. It does look insane. Trust me, it does look insane, but God is not insane. And we send those thoughts and those attacks right back to the enemy with praise and worship and prayer and just quiet time with our God. So know that God is fighting for you and not against you. And sometimes it's so much better for you not to understand what is going on at that very moment, just so you can worship even harder, just so you can press through even harder, just so you can pray even fervently. So I just challenge you to do just that. Next up, we have persecuted but not abandoned. To be persecuted means um, to subject someone to hostility and ill treatment, especially because of their race, political or religious beliefs, to harass or annoy, annoy someone persistently. It almost goes back to that heart pressed on every side, huh? He does not stop, does he? Um, and abandon means to be deserted and, and cast it away. So even in the persecution, even in the storms, the battles, the hostility, the ill treatment, the betrayal, the harassment, the critics, all of that. I know that most of us has have experienced these things, um, especially for our faith. You know, people think you're crazy when you preach the gospel. People think you are insane when you preach the gospel sometimes when they don't believe. And and just to be beat down um, when you don't think the same way the world does. And people just think, you know, that's that's not the way you should go or. You know, it, it can be a, a mix of so many things. And a lot of times I feel like, you know, when I'm being, I feel like I'm being beat down by the world. Don't you want someone to be there by your side? And that is what God's saying. He does not forsake us. He does not leave us. He is always there with us, even in the midst of those particular situations where, um, you're being persecuted. You're being persecuted at that moment. God is right there with you. And if you ask him, he will give you the words to say during those moments and he will um, even allow you to heal from those moments because sometimes those relationships, they don't get mended. Sometimes um, 
the 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 hurt from those words can 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 hurt the pain from those words they can hurt so god is there through us all he has experienced everything from the sadducees and um pharisees he experienced all of that so he knows everything he knows and he can feel our deepest darkest most hurtful pains whether physical or mental or um verbal God is with you in and all and he is a God that can feel see touch in all of the all of the five senses and you just have to love him for that and last but not least we are cast down but not destroyed to cast down means to make some a person discouraged or dejected to lower someone's spirit and make downhearted and to destroy means to put an end to the existence of something by damaging or attacking it to ruin someone emotionally or spiritually um to utterly defeat and to kill this to destroy is what the enemy is after this is what he does he wants to kill steal and destroy us and i kind of talked about it in a previous episode that he wants to not just kill our bodies but our mind and our spirits and every part of us that he can but we can't he can't but yes we can be discouraged about our circumstances we can um be depressed like christians are not exempt from being depressed um david was depressed read through the psalms um, depression is a real thing and it has been around for a very long time to to just be discouraged and to want to give up and to lower someone's spirit but it says to destroy means to ruin them spiritually and to me that that just means take them away from the faith you know you're you're ruined your your spirituality your emotions they are ruined and they are not um seen or felt by God they are destroyed and we are not destroyed we we still have our hope we're not in despair we still have hope we still know who God is and what he can do so I I just pray that you kind of just remember these promises that is in the Bible. We are heart pressed, but not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We are persecuted, but not forsaken. We are cast down, but not destroyed. And just really meditate on on that and know that we win, period. We win now. We won in the past and we're going to continue to win. Winning isn't just for the end. It's for now. It's for right now. When you're playing a game, you you play the game or run, run the race with a winning mindset. No one plays a game or runs a race with, oh, I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose. I, I, I'm just going to play this game anyway. I, I know I'm going to lose. Sometimes we do that because we're playing against the greatest um, video game person ever. But when when runners are running a race, when when basketball players are playing a game, when football players, when people are playing a sport, they're not thinking about losing. They're going in with the winning mindset. So I just pray that your mind is governed by the winner himself, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, um, the whole Trinity.
Now for our takeaway and reflection moments. Number one, Team Jesus is the winning team. Number two, perplexity gives God room to perform his greatest miracles. Number three, renew your mind. That's where the biggest battles occur. Let's pray. Father God, thank you so much for your goodness and your grace and your mercy and your love towards us. Thank you that we are a part of your team, Lord God. Thank you that when we accept you as our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we win. And that is the end, Lord God. That is the end. That is the end because it is finished with you. Everything you defeated death on the cross. And now we have eternal life each and every day we win, even though it looks like death. Help us to take our cross and follow you, Lord God. Help us to love you and endure each and everything that goes on in this world and help us not to lose hope that is in heaven. Help us not to lose the hope that is within you, Lord God. So I thank you for each and every listener. And I just pray that you cover them with your love and your grace. Father God, renew their minds and their hearts. Help them to know that they are on the winning team. Father God, we won, we win, and we will continue to win. And we've always won before the foundation of this earth, Lord God. And I just pray whatever they are going through, that it is small as a mustard seed and that their faith is big as is as big as the plant in that mustard seed, Father God. So I thank you, Lord Jesus, for your goodness. I thank you for your strength. And we love you. We thank you. And we praise your holy name. Amen. Guys, I pray that this episode blessed you as much as it blessed me. And I will see you on the next episode.